What's up, everybody? Welcome to the fourth and final week of Happy Hour Ween. Oh! I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. She's one of those girls in the woods that eats Mr. Wilkins. She's a werewolf, but we don't know that for sure. Please be gentle. <laughs> it's, it's my, my first, first time. time. <laughs> so Bear with me. It's my first time. <laughs> my, my. What? Big eyes you have. You know we can't be doing this stuff on the air. (laughs) 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 So this week we are talking about 2007's Trick or Treat. Super fucking excited because this is a really fantastic movie. Like it's it's probably. It's a comic book movie. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, graphic novel. Graphic novel, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Unless you want to fight me on that one. It, yeah, they're kind of the same. They're yeah, they're the same, I guess. So, Trick or Treat was written and directed by Michael Doherty, produced by Brian Singer, and it stars. It's got a great cast, actually. It's got Brian, uh, Brian Singer. It's got <laughs> Dylan Baker, uh, Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, Rochelle Eights, uh, Leslie Bitt. No, so this movie actually came out in December of two thousand seven, only in certain film festivals. Yep. just a couple. That was it. And it went straight to DVD. Two years later. I know. Which was super sad. But during its two-year run in those film festivals, it received... Rave reviews. Oh, rave reviews. One right after the next. Unfortunately, though, on IMDb, it only has a 6.7. I am very disappointed. Is that what IMDb rated it, or is that what like critics rated it? That's what According it just it just gave the fucking stars. Like it just gave That's the it? stars, and it said six point seven no. out of ten. No, that is so stupid. It's like a nine point five out of ten. But they're they're entitled to their wrong opinions. Uh, this movie had a budget of twelve million. Jesus, if I had a budget of twelve million. Yeah. So the plot for Trick or Treat is this film is framed by Halloween night in the fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. The plot follows a non-linear narrative with characters crossing paths throughout the film. At the center of the story is Sam, a peculiar trick-or-treater with a burlap pajama costume who appears to enforce the quote-unquote rules and traditions of Halloween. Sam. No wonder there's so many murders (laughs) and he's so angry. He's in Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Uh which which is weird that it takes place in Ohio because if you're you uh, the the parade scene, mm-hmm. there is somebody dressed Where, up as Peyton Manning. Yep, <laughs> making out with a lumberjack girl or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rules of Halloween, number one, always wear a costume. Number two, always hand out treats. Number three, never blow out a jack o' lantern. And number four, always check your candy. Mm-hmm. And there's a blanket. <laughs> and there is uh, probably dead kitties in that blanket, as we know. When There you I go. I like those. Yeah. I want that. So how many times have you seen this movie, would you say? I don't know. I've lost a count. A lot. I mean, when it came well, out on DVD, we purchased it because we're like, oh, we've never heard of this before. And it's become a yearly tradition, and even more so yearly tradition. It's like somebody's like, I've never seen Trick or Treat. We're like, oh my god, you gotta come over and watch it with us. Yeah, well, I I feel like I have uh, seen Trick or Treat more than you, because of your being at the haunt and mine not over the past few years. True. I have watched it, but also uh, I watched it with you, so you could watch it as well. So I will... 
usually this time of year is I'll I'll see this movie at, at least you know between two to four times. I was gonna say about four times in yeah. October. Yeah. Uh, it's only. Oh, only in October, yeah. Because we usually started off on October 1st or around the beginning of October with yeah. Trick or Treat. And then we watch it one or two more times in the middle. And we always finish out Halloween night with Trick or Treat. And Halloween. And Halloween 78. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we start now, with those two and end with those two. Now, because my dumbass decided to go and get sick this weekend... We had to postpone our Halloween party. Uh, not just you. I've been sick since Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, that's that's why we sound like crap right now. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to everyone for the sounding of our voices. Our crusty ass voices. We've, we've been sick for damn near going on a week. Yep. And so... Um, I'm I'm actually really excited though that we extended or shifted I should say the Halloween party to next weekend because that means we get an extra week of spooky even though I haven't really been in the spooky nobody has it really hasn't felt like even though it's been beautiful outside the weather's been awesome it's just it's not the there the happy halloween stuff has helped though cuz oh, it's absolutely. We, we get to revisit some movies that we really like oh, and yeah. cuz we have to talk about them on here mm-hmm. So that helped. Yep. And I'm super excited, though, for the Halloween party next weekend. Meow, meow, meow. I get, I get, uh, <laughs> da, da. We get to party with AJ. <laughs> From the Dads on Dayquil podcast. We'll be in oh. the house. In the house. In six days. Only six more sleeps. Six more <laughs> sleeps. But no, we're, I'm super excited because not only am I dressing up for Halloween to give out candy, uh, but I'm dressing up again on Saturday, which normally I'd be... Uh, not wanting to dress up at all because of haunt season and I have to dress up almost every weekend. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I'm also not. I don't know. Like, I don't want to put on makeup, but I do. Yeah. It's one of those things. I know usually when we dress up for Halloween, though, it's uh, like we'll be dressed up for like an hour and then we... Take it off. We end up in like pajamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our pajamas. I'm perfectly fine <laughs> with that, too. I'm going as a, an exhausted mom and... Podcaster, <laughs> and I'm going as Billy Loomis or Stu Mocker, you know, whatever. I like Stu, Lori Metcalf, even maybe. Yeah, Ghostface, of course. <laughs> so, back to trick or treat. Let's go. Uh, so the opening scene Emma and her Halloween loving husband Henry return home after a celebratory night. Emma, who hates Halloween, blows out her their jack o' lantern right before midnight against Harry's superstitious advice. As Harry relaxes and falls asleep in the house, Emma begins tearing down the front lawn decorations without his knowing, but is then ambushed and murdered by an unseen assailant. Hours later, Henry discovers her mutilated corpse on display with the decorations, courtesy of Sam. Sam. So cute, 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 cute little Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. I thought you were going to say, Sammy. cue the intro. Um... <laughs> No, uh, who, who, so if you get home late from a Halloween party and you both are fucking buttered out of your mind and you're like, let's go to bed, wink, wink, let's go to wink, wink. And, and your partner goes, uh, you go ahead and get started. I'm going to take down the Halloween decorate. Bitch, bitch, it's late. It's Halloween. You're drunk. Why are you taking down the Halloween decorations right now? I'll put on the go put on the tape. Go put on the tape. <laughs> he and was, then he lit up like yeah. a little kid. And then put on the tape and immediately went to sleep. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> but that's what happens when you get old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to go home and do it. And then you get home and it's like, well, good night. Love you. Kiss. Go to sleep. I would never take down the Halloween decorations. <laughs> Not that late at night. Just save it for I the I don't next even day. take down the Halloween decorations until it's like the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, usually mid-November is when we take ours down. Because it hurts to take it down. <laughs> It does, and you're just like, I just don't really feel like it. No, I don't want to do it. Eh, screw it. They're not hurting anybody. Just yeah. leave them. Who cares? We just take down the spooky stuff and leave the lights. So, festive. So let's talk about this this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we see Sam uh, hiding under one of the uh, the fake ghosts in the mm-hmm. yard, and he jumps out, and you and see screams. the sheet. Yeah. all oh, that. And like chops her to bits with this fucking lollipop. You see that iconic uh, bitten orange jack-o'-lantern sucker, and then blood. Everywhere. Yes. Now, the one part that I said that got me the most was when he finally wakes up, and it's probably 2 a.m., I'm guessing, that he walks out and he's looking around. Well, let let me revert. Let me reverse. Go back. So when she's like trying to take down the decorations, and there's like that fake rubber bloody arm hanging out, like, hanging down from the tree. Yeah. And she bumps into it and freaks out. I'm like, bitch, you hung those decorations. How the fuck did that arm scare you? Yeah. I mean, She's afraid of her own decorations. Right. She knows that they're not real. Right. She knows. Yeah. But she's still, I just don't even see how they would decorate that cool of a fucking front lawn. And she would be such a prude to take it down. Yeah. You can save it for the next day. Right. Well, but babe, my mom's coming tomorrow, bitch, so... Right? Have your mom help you take it down. Yeah. Leave it. I'll deal with it tomorrow. Right. After I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just going to play video games all day, and then my mom's coming over. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Get over it. And then when he walks out, and he looks at that bloody arm with the fucking wedding ring on it as the blood's dripping down, and he was like, oh, that's just decoration. And then he turns around, and he starts pulling the sheet off. How do you not know that that's your wife's... Ha- like... You would be well, able to tell my hand. I think he did know. That's why when he, you could see like when he walked outside, he seemed a little more calm. But then when he noticed it, he like he started to get a little suspicious. Like, oh shit, something bad just went down. And that's when he turns around and he sees the scare the ghost with the orange lights underneath it, and he immediately starts pulling it down to look because you can see the look of like fear in his face as oh, he's yeah. like pulling it off. And then when it reveals his wife's head with the lollipop jammed in, in, her, in her gullet. Uh, <laughs> in her pie hole. Yeah. And that's kind of when... Uh, cue the music. Beep, boop, beep, boop. I love that song. I do too. Yes. I, I think it would have been really cool if at some point during the movie he actually like carved someone's face as a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. That would have been super cool. Well, speaking of... Death. Speaking of carving somebody's face into a jack-o'-lantern, let's move on to the next scene with Mr. Wilkins. Mr. Wilkins! Charlie, an overweight who... Child, an overweight who... (laughs) (laughs) Charlie, an overweight child who vandalizes jack-o'-lanterns is caught stealing candy from unattended bowls left by his school principal, Mr. Stephen Wilkins. Seemingly taking the offense in stride, Wilkins offers Charlie a candy bar while lecturing Charlie on the importance of respecting Halloween's rules and traditions. Charlie gradually feels more unwell until he begins to vomit chocolate and blood 
As Charlie dies, Mr. Wilkins reveals that he laced the candy with cyanide. He didn't reveal that it was cyanide. He just revealed that he laced it. Well, yeah. Because he looks at him and goes, always check your candy. Yeah. <laughs> I like how, uh, I like their little uh, Banter. back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Wilkins like just like telling Charlie about, oh, my dad used to do this with me when I was a kid. We would mm-hmm. carve jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween night. And, uh. You could just see Charlie sitting there, like, just Bored. shoving his pie hole with all this candy. No. It's like, I better go. No, you're not going anywhere. No. And then he pukes, and it's just a river. Oh, my God. A river of chocolate. And blood. And blood, yeah. It's it's hard to tell, really, <laughs> if it's both or one or the other because oh, it's I know. so dark. It is. But it looks really cool. It's a really cool and it's a practical effect. None of that is CGI either. Mm-mm. It's all I there was it. no CG in this movie. And that that blurping blurp bleh, noise yeah. was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um this uh, this scene um so when he drags him into the house. I always thought it was chocolate. I didn't know it was laced with cyanide until you just said so. I just thought maybe he mm-hmm. laced it with something else. Yeah. Um when he has the blood running down his shirt, I was like, "Man, that's some really rich looking chocolate." Yeah. <laughs> well, it it had like a like a a, a red hue in mm-hmm. it when he gets in his living room when he's yeah. carrying Charlie in cuz you can see like on, on his, his shirt, shirt yeah. it's got that red hue. I know, but I thought it was like dark chocolate or something yeah well there's like uh like uh flavored chocolates like cherry and raspberry and stuff like that they have those chocolates have like a red hue in them because of the flavoring of that particular fruit or whatever so one of my other favorite parts uh this whole movie's a favorite part yes (laughs) um when he's in the backyard and he's he's trying to dig up that hole so when he's dragging his body out back uh, and he gets into the backyard and he's digging a hole and then we get introduced to Mr. Craig and Billy Wilkins <laughs> I was going to do that part here in a second <laughs> because when he's digging the hole you hear the window open from from the from, top from floor top of the house of the floor. and he goes daddy I'm home for trick or treating <laughs> can we carve jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> daddy has a date <laughs> I want to go to the parade, parade with, with you. you. Well, you can't, buddy. Daddy has a date. Oh, I never get, get to do anything. anything. Why don't you go inside and watch Charlie Brown? Charlie, Charlie Brown's an asshole. Billy Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that part. I love that part. Uh, that child is precious to He's me. He's so precious. He is so adorable. His cute little curly Jufro yep. looking He's so adorable. Did you notice that when he's digging the hole, the hand that grabs his leg was not... Charlie? Charlie. Who was it? It was a clown costume. Oh. Oh. And there's also another thing that I noticed tonight that I never noticed before. Okay. When he talked about... When he was saying, Daddy, we can call jack-o'-lanterns. Daddy, Daddy. I want to go to the parade. Daddy, why did Mom... I wish Mommy was still here. (laughs) Think about that. Daddy, I wish Mommy was still alive. How many times do I say that to Gunner when (laughs) when he's trying to get our attention? (laughs) Daddy, 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 Daddy. Daddy, Daddy, I want to go to the parade. (laughs) Daddy, I wish Mommy was still alive. (laughs) But think about that. Yeah. I wish Mommy was still alive. Yeah. Oh, he... No. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Implied. Oh, I just yeah. now it just now clicked tonight. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jace pointed that out to me like the second time I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I noticed the the kid with the clown hand, that clown yeah. hand grabbing him. I noticed that last year. Yeah. That was like, what? I noticed it uh, when we went to, uh, at theater. the start of this month, Movie to go theater. see it at the theater. Yeah. Ugh, we got to see it in theater. Yes. Oh. I'm really disappointed that uh, Quinn Lord, who Could played not Sam, be on this episode, and the little <laughs> peeping child in the monkey costume, he was at the beginning. That is correct. Ladies, there are children out here. <laughs> that cute little some bitch was Sammy. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. He got to see his first set of titties. <laughs> 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 that wasn't his mom's. Right, right. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so also in this scene is when we were introduced to Mr. Krieg. Ugh. So, but yeah, we're, we're introduced to Mr. Krieg, uh, the grumpy hermit. I like it when... Played uh, by Brian Cox. Wilkins cuts off the kid's finger and throws it to the dog. Oh, Buster? Yeah. yeah. No, Spike. <laughs> or Spike. Spike. Yeah. And then he walks out and he's like, Spike, are you done taking a shit yet? Get your ass in here. Get your ass in here. Well, What's that smell? I got an NRA membership in my pocket. And I know how to use it. <laughs> Wilkins, what does that smell? It smells like a dead hooker. It smells right like here. a dead hooker out here. Uh, just the septic, t- the septic tank backed up again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we go, we see uh, Wilkins bashing Charlie in with the shovel, yep. hitting him in the face with it, trying yep. to kill him yep. because he's squealing and moaning and groaning. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he finally just clubs him one, and then... I'm pretty sure he yeah. whops his head off, because you kind of hear that... Whoop. Oh, yeah. And, and then just... he goes back inside to go meet up with Billy, mm-hmm. so and that they can carve jack-o'-lanterns. And you can see Krieg in the window. Banging on the window. Banging on for help. Wilkins! Wilkins, help me! Yep. Screw Wilkins. you. Yep. And then you see Sam just whoosh, fly across the window and attack Krieg. He tackles him. Yep. Tackles him to the ground. Which is a uh, a piece from the final story. It, of they this flip it. Yep. Anthology. Yep. You're just seeing it from Wilkins's uh, POV, POV at the start, and then we go into the basement where he takes Billy down to the basement. Yep. He, you gotta help me with the eyes. After Billy sco- scares the holy shit out of him. Yep. And did the, you notice that he's wearing a toned down Chucky Chuck, costume? Yep. He is. Dressed it's like, like neutral. Yep. But he puts on that scary mask and he jumps around mm-hmm. the corner. And scares his dad. He's Billy Wilkins. Yep. <laughs> and he's even got that that curly red hair like Chucky. Yep. Oh, he's such a doll face. <laughs> he really is. He's a very cute child. <laughs> so next. Oh, we get down to the basement though. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. And so as uh, Wilkins is like grabbing Billy's head, and he's like, "Don't forget to help me with the eyes." He picks up this huge butcher knife, and you hear shunk. As the knife sinks into something, and you're thinking, oh, no, he's killed Billy. See, that's what I thought happened when I first saw this movie. I thought he just killed his child. Yep. But he did not. But we do find out that he is a child murderer. Yes. (laughs) He is. Because Charlie's head is sitting on a swiveled platter with a knife in his head. Yep. And Billy's, like, staring at it intently. Don't forget to help me with the eyes. That was a creepy scene. That was a very creepy scene. You just see a decapitated Charlie... On this little swivel board, uh huh, and Wilkins and Billy are just. But they're sharing a dad, a daddy and son moment. It's a very, it, it shouldn't be as wholesome as it is, but it it kind of is, in a very disturbing, creepy way. Oh, absolutely. So up next, we are introduced to a group of trick teenage trick or treaters, Macy, Chip, Schrader, and Sarah, col- th- collecting jack o' lanterns when they meet Rhonda, a Halloween traditionalist dressed as a witch. 
Um, so when they first are introduced, they knock on Wilkins's door. Yep. And they asked if they could borrow some jack-o'-lanterns for... UNICEF. UNICEF. Which is, yeah, that's a big Halloween uh, charity. Something. They always do special stuff. And they're really notorious for it. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing the commercials for it as a kid. Yeah. UNICEF was all over the place this time of year. Ugh. But you don't really see it that much anymore. You which really is don't. Sad. Yeah. So then they move on to the next house, which is, I'm guessing, one of their other teachers. Yes. Oh, God. And that was... Uh, do you want to come in for a drink? Sure. <laughs> no. We just we just need to borrow. Can we have your jack o' lanterns? And then they turn around and walk away. And the the pirate kid looks at him and goes, "Oh, Chip." Yeah, Chip <laughs> goes. I just seen. What was it? I just seen a pig butt fucking a hot dog. Yeah. Or a duck. Or the, what was it? Their PE coach was dressed as a hot dog, and he was butt fucking a pig. Was it a pig? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're you're seeing. In the, the background, yeah. the teacher in front is in a sexy, slutty cat costume, and she's like, isn't it perfect? And she's like twerking Her in children's butt. faces. Ugh. <laughs> and then she uh, goes to get the candy, and they look inside the house, and there's like this, the best way I can explain it is like a furry orgy. It's a very adult Halloween party that children <laughs> should not be looking into. I just seen I just seen a goat as a hot dog. But fucking a pig. A pig. <laughs> oh. That poor he was so like confused and like traumatized by yep. what he saw. I would have been too. <laughs> but <laughs> at that age, I would have oh, been traumatized too. Oh, 100%. So yes. then they meet up at Rhonda's house, which Rhonda's house is gorgeous with all of those fucking jack-o'-lanterns oh she's got hundreds of them just scattered, scattered all over the yard and they all look good gorgeous <coughs> so they meet up with uh what they call Rhonda the retard it's very distasteful yes because she is she's special but she's not super special she's autistic yes there we go she's autistic so um they take her her little jack-o'-lanterns and they go down to the quarry yeah and i like how uh on their walk, uh, her and Chip are talking, and he's asking her about, oh, did you make these jack-o'-lanterns? Like, these are really cool. Well, remember what um, Angel Face said to him? Yeah. Showtime. Oh, yeah. That he had to put on this act. Yeah. Because uh, they were playing a trick on her. They were, Yeah, they were going to play a very nasty, uncool prank. And uh, so they get to the quarry. Well, before they get to the quarry, uh, Rhonda describes, or she explains what Halloween meant, and... That it's a Celtic holiday that predates Christianity. It to Sawain. Sawain. Celtic, which is Irish. You're welcome, America. Does that have the story of the bus? Or do I need to look the bus up? But yeah. Uh, so they're explaining the... Uh, what ha They're going to this quarry to offer these jack-o'-lanterns to these special needs children that were killed in a bus accident uh, that was put in place by the bus driver and the parents it of It wasn't the bus children. driver. The parents of the children well, they, they, paid they, off they paid the bus him, driver. They paid the yep. bus driver to do this, and he agreed to it, which uh, you get kind of like, it's like a flashback scene. And so you see all these kids, they're riding on the school bus and they're in, uh, you don't know, you don't notice it beforehand, but they're in shackles mm -hmm. on the bus so they can't escape. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, it's got actually a really heartbreaking little moment in it uh, because the kid that's dressed up as a vampire mm -hmm. 
you like he's counting down the houses and yeah. how many stops until he gets home. Like he knows where his. And then address instead is. of turning right, he turns left and he says wrong way, wrong way, wrong yeah. way. I want to go home. I want to go home. Yeah, so he gets to the quarry, all... pulls himself out of the shackles, as well, the bus driver's in the back of the bus, and he flips it into drive instead of reverse because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> prior to that though, the bus driver is giving candy to the kids in their trick or treat pails in their Halloween costumes. Yeah, and checking to make sure that the shackles are tightened. So the bus takes off the quarry edge and it floats to the floats. It sinks to the bottom. <laughs> yep. And the bus driver and watching the whole thing unfold is Sam. Of course, sitting on a log just checking it out, just putting out the vibe. <laughs> like okay this guy's on my checklist if right? he gets out of this and then we go back out of the flashback scene back into real time and what happens then the um so they take the this little elevator um outside looking elevator down to the bottom and she says there's only room for three so the first three go Rhonda's stuck with uh what's his name chip yep the pirate kid and uh so she's He's talking to him like, hey, you got a cool eye patch. And he's like, thanks, your pumpkins are cool too. And so they finally get a chance to go down to the bottom. And uh, as, as they're offering up the pumpkins, uh, these zombies come out of nowhere and start chasing Rhonda. Well, Rhonda slips and falls, busts her head. And they're like, oh, Rhonda, it's a joke. Are you okay? It was just a joke. So Rhonda punches one of them in the face and starts screaming and crying. And they're like, all right, guys, we got to get out of here. And then they head back to the um, to the quarry, and uh, all of a sudden there's noises and more zombies, and the kids rise up out of the water and chase them out. And then Rhonda runs to the to the elevator, jumps in the elevator, and goes straight up and oh. looks at him in like, "Haha, you fucked me, so now I'm gonna fuck you because this you're not playing a prank on me again." Little did she know, she just got them kids killed. Schrader was actually the only decent kid in that bunch, realizing that this whole prank was stupid was and stupid. mean. Yep. And so he's trying to console Rhonda and tell her, you know, hey, it was just a joke. Mm -hmm. Everything's cool. I promise. You know, I'm, I'll sit here with you until you're you're cool. And she eventually came to and then uh, served up a little bit of revenge of her own. Absolutely. Well, she thought that they were playing a prank on her again. Yeah. Is why she was just like, yeah, right. I'm going to go ahead and go up. You guys can eat it. Yeah. And then who was sitting there waiting as she was walking past? Little Sammy. Little Sammy. Because and he looked at her like you done good kid. I'm proud of you. And she looked at me, and I looked at her, mm -hmm. and she looked at me, and it was such a cute like she was like she kind of like nodded to him like yep. Yeah, she actually looked over at Sam and kind of like like hey, I see you there. Cool. And, and kept going. Have a good night. But I don't know if like now she realized that. I think she Sam probably thought it was a trick or treater yeah. or somebody just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Now, there is a fun fact in that one, which connects to potentially the next story. So as the um, as the, the kids are going down the elevator and they're down in the bottom of the quarry, oh, when you in hear the background, the, you can hear the oh, werewolves, Yep, which connects to the next story of... This is a great transition. So the next scene is uh, now we are introduced to Lori, a self-conscious 22-year-old who joins her sister Danielle and friends Maria and Janet for Halloween. Do you know where those names came from? I do. Lori was named after Lori Strode. Mm -hmm. Danielle was named after uh, Danielle Harris yep. from Halloween 4. Uh, Maria and Janet 
uh, well, Janet, Janet Lee, mm-hmm. and Maria, I don't know. So, yeah, uh, Lori, Lori Strode from, there's, it's A all, lot of callbacks to different horror movies. It, it's great. John Carpenter uh, callbacks, because Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I like it. I think it's pretty awesome. Also, Brian Cox's character in this is, is based, based off, off of, of John Carpenter. Yep. Yep. Well, the way John Carpenter looks. Right. His appearance is because of the scraggly white hair. <laughs> <laughs> the long, scraggly white hair. So, uh, again, in this scene, Lori and her sisters, they're at a, at a costume store. Yep. And... Uh, on Halloween night, getting costumes together. Yep. And they're all uh, fairy tales. Fairy tale uh, princesses characters. Or, yeah, characters. Well, there's Little Bo Peep, Snow White, Cinderella, and then... Lori is Little Red Riding Little Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Which is funny because Little Red Riding Hood is... She took on a wolf and mm-hmm. bada boom, boom, boom. All these women are wolves. And when you come to find out. When you come to find they're out. They're making very, the very nonchalant innuendos and it sounds yes. like they're trying to get their sister laid on Halloween to where yeah. she's like losing her virginity and she's like I know it's your first time you just but I want it to be special don't say that yeah like it's gonna happen just stop let me choose the guy for you and right. all the guys she chooses are just like oh well the one that yeah the one that uh, they actually ended up ended choosing up in the Lori's was this guy dressed as a giant baby that had like barf down his shirt f- yeah he had like fake vomit on him and he no was... I'm pretty sure that was real vomit oh because you think he was just drunk I mean they went out into the woods they had a, f- <laughs> a bonfire party out in the woods where they were drinking yeah and of course why not get people drunk before you kill them you yeah literally devour their mm-hmm. corpses mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. fine dining yep <laughs> But I like the way she's like walking through and like trying to find herself and find yeah. her person. Her her meal mm-hmm. for that night. We did not say the introduction to Mr. Wilkins's character when he was out in the in the alleyway. Yeah, he's in this he uh, is actually in this scene again. Yes, but he's in the alleyway. Yes. Um in between It's in the parade. It is. It's in between. Um, it's uh, in between the costume uh, with Lori and her sisters, and no, the, the costumes the was at the beginning. The quarry. I thought it the was costumes were at the beginning. No, it was in. It was okay. in between those two. So he ends up making out with this chick in this hall, in this hallway, in this alleyway, and he bites her neck, and she starts bleeding, and he starts like biting her and making her bleed, and he l- kills her, and she's like screaming, "Help me! Help me!" And he's got these fake vampire teeth in his mouth. And she's really into it until she realizes that this guy is killing me. Yeah, like he's already <laughs> ripped my neck out. This is not cool. Yeah. It's oh, a little bit yeah. too rough there, buddy. Yeah, he uh, Yeah, he pretty much bites her throat out mm-hmm. almost and uh, sits her on a bench. No, on, she's on the ground next the to ground, two other drunk people. On the side of a building. and She's bleeding. When he goes to close her eyes. I would have flinched too. You can see her like flinch. I would have like, flinched too. Like when someone's about to touch your eye and mm-hmm. you do that. Yeah. She's supposed to be dead. Right. But you can see her eyelids flinch as well, he's closing her lids. Yeah. I, I wasn't really paying attention to that part. I, I noticed it tonight, tonight yeah. right before when we were watching it, right before we yeah. recorded this. So that's that's kind of the introduction. Is he's like playing this man on the prowl who is hunting alone young ladies. Yeah, he's really not that. Ooh. <laughs> but we've all had those nights, haven't we, ladies? Well, it, well, that's kind of supposed to be the theme with vampires, though, <laughs> isn't it? 
Yes. At the least, vulnerable. At least you know young when ladies. you see them in their truest form. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that you yeah, I know, that. I know. That was you. It's funny because it doesn't apply to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> because I haven't shown you my true form yet. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Before I have Josh Hartnett come shoot you, please. <laughs> I'll make him one too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened to him, but that's a whole it's other thing. It's been about 20 years, so I think we're all right. So we've got Lori and her sisters finding their dates. Uh, Lori's sister, uh, Danielle, asks out the guy that's dressed up like uh, either... He's a Christmas elf or something. An elf or maybe Link from Zelda. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he's really nerdy and really like stuttering and talking. He's weird. nervous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, then um, Maria and um, yep Janet no yeah, yeah Janet yeah Maria and Janet they ask out the the video cameraman from the news station yeah my that looks like some heavy equipment you got there we need dates we need dates but Maria was already six sheets to the wind at that point yeah. she'd been drinking since she ended up on camera probably yeah i'm pretty sure that and then they all pile into the the into the news van into the news van and they're all drinking in the back and if you look in the back maria has a flask and she's just like chugging like, oh she's she's pouring it oh out. yeah she's ready she's pouring that shit out so <laughs> um going and, back to the the bonfire scene where they're sitting there yes or not sitting there but they're standing there danielle is super worried she's like oh my gosh where's Lori? i'm so worried about her where is she and she's like well where's her date maria walks up and she's like you want a drink she's like no she goes well where's her date and they look over and the dude's passed out and there's vomit down his shirt and all you hear tree branches breaking and boom this body falls wrapped up in and the uh in the cape. Yep. And well, and it's uh, revealed to be Mr. Wilkins because mm-hmm. they pull his mask off. Mm-hmm. But what's pr- your name? Stephen. Stephen. Well, Stephen. And then Marilyn Manson's cover of Sweet Dreams plays, and then well, they ask her, "Are you okay, Lori?" And she's like, "I'm fine. I just took Janet and Maria's advice and was playing hard to get." Yep. And she's got a bite mark and blood running down her neck. Yeah, and then that's when you realize, oh, this is some kind of sacrificial thing that's about to go down. Because it's beautiful. It's one uh, of my favorite scene, cinema scenes of all time. It's very artistic. I it's love very it. very artistically shot. I uh, also love werewolves anyway. Yeah, dogs are cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's a round one sitting next to you on the couch. I know, a very big potato. All dogs are squishy potatoes. Oh, I'm sorry, I woke you up. <laughs> Even Anna Paquin goes from her <laughs> human form into a squishy potato. She is a very squishy potato. <laughs> all, the, all the squishy <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> so at this point, she she's like talking to him as like, and you still don't know what's going on just yet. And she's like, you've got to bear with me. It's my first time. You know, please be gentle or I'll be gentle. I'll be gentle. It's my first it's time. It's my first time. And, and then you hear everybody howl and she just like looks up and like her well, bones start you cracking. You see all the uh, transformations from human to werewolf. All the girls are pulling their skin They're off. They're taking their costumes off. So there's titties everywhere. Yeah, And, like, and then she... they start like taking their fingernails and like cutting their skin off yeah. and peeling it as dancing to this song. Just throwing their human flesh into the fire and on the ground and, and knowing everything and it's see i'm wondering did they already 
have their ritual their ritual like did they already do theirs they 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 did their killings because before you see uh before they oh that's right there's dead bodies everywhere when yeah. steven hits the ground he looks over and there's bodies yeah he's like kind of like looking around in a panic and it shows from his pov you see just corpses just laying up against trees on the ground none of them have been eaten yet but they have all been killed and so they're waiting for for Lori to kick off her like initiation into yep. this pack of other werewolves and then that's when everyone's transformation starts so they just and they just enjoy they joined in in transforming again they did it as like a group a group so yeah. that they can make her more comfortable okay. yeah that's kind of what i was figuring because out. Was like, did they already do that she was like the she was the pup of well the, of her the mom her, she danielle did say mom always said she was the runt of the litter yeah she was she's the youngest <laughs> of all the others right so she yeah she was like so but, but they her, wanted to do oh. it as like a uh, a comfort thing for her fucking and, her transformation goddamn oh all all of them were amazing no, but Anna Paquin's like the camera in her face. Yeah. And you can see her my. spine. Like you see the ridges. Like pop out her, out her, of her vertebrae. Back. Just yeah. Yeah. And the sound of it. I know. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so good. Just the crackling of those bones. Her teeth. I like her teeth and her contacts and her makeup is very light. But yeah. it, it's fucking effective. Being a makeup artist, that is amazing. It looked really good. Loved it. And I loved how they really illuminated her contacts in it, the yellow yeah. in her eyes, yeah. like when it would like the the light from the fire kind of bounced off of yeah. it. Yeah, it looks so good. And the little bit of black on the inside of her mouth. Yeah. My my, what, what big eyes you have. And then Wilkins dies, ah. and you can like when she hunches over, like into his neck, and she just starts ripping. Yep. It was so good. That's oh, probably so my good. favorite. I mean, that's my favorite scene of the entire. And at the at the end of that, sit on a log watching the show. Sam, yep. there he is again, right there. <laughs> but this final scene is where Sam really comes into play, and you get to see it, this is his time to shine mm -hmm. because now we're going into the final act where we get to see Mister Krieg. So Krieg, who is Wilkins's uh, hermit Halloween hating neighbor. <laughs> Scares trick-or-treaters off of his doorstep. As the night proceeds, Krieg encounter, Krieg's encounter escalating uh, phenomena. The house is egged. The lawn is filled with uh, jack-o'-lanterns. That's at the very end. And the hallways and the ceilings are uh, scalded with Halloween and Sa Sam Hine greetings. So uh, after he scares the kids off with Spike. Spike in his little oh. his cute little bat costume. He puts him in a costume but he amplifies his bark and it's going roar, 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 roar. <laughs> and making these weird noises. I'm like, oh that's so cute. And it's a little Jack Russell Terrier in, yep. in a in a bat costume. He's so cute. <laughs> and he's got these little green LEDs like attached to his like a headband. Yep. Like like Two little green GoPros. They're so <laughs> cute. But you think it's this terrible monster coming out. Yeah. Because inside Creek's house, it's pitch black. Yep. You see nothing. But then you go inside Creek's house and he turns on the he turns on the lights and he's he's watching that uh what was that infomercial? Oh, the uh uh flavor injector. Yeah. That oh. big old needle that you would stick inside of the meat and mm -hmm. shoot Which, the stuff For those in. of us that are our age and older, <laughs> you remember this this and infomercial. Your parents probably had one. No, we never we never did. I never knew anyone that actually had one, but this was a product <laughs> that in my youth I was very familiar with. 
because of all the infomercials. Oh, it was on every every channel had that as a commercial mm-hmm. somewhere. That product was everywhere, but I've never saw it in stores. <coughs> Excuse me, or anything like that. But yeah, he's and then he's watching the Halloween parade on TV, drinking his whiskey, eating straight his, out of uh, the bottle, straight out of the bottle, eating oh, his his garbage. Salisbury steak TV dinner. Oh, <laughs> and that was some cheap looking whiskey too. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it looked terrible. Yeah, well, plastic bottle is uh it's not the best stuff. No. I mean no. we would we should know that. Yeah, we do. You know anybody who drinks really should know that. No. You don't you don't get the plastic bottle stuff. Rude. So <sighs> any hoodles. So after the kids leave, he uh goes out back. Yep. And then that's when you see his POV with encounter with Wilkins. Yep. When he takes the dog out, he takes little Spikey out. Well, go... he lets Spike out first. Yeah. To go no, do he business. has a dog door, doesn't he? Yeah. No. I he's got he the back a... door open. Okay. And then he Spike, are you done taking a shit yet? <laughs> that smells like a dead hooker out here. Wilkins, <laughs> what are you doing? It smells like a dead hooker out here. So but, then he uh... goes back inside and his front door's open. Yeah. And there's no lights on. Yep. And uh, then that's when... Spike runs upstairs. Yep. He runs upstairs. Krieg follows... Only to find that Sam has left a little present for him. In his bed. In the bedroom. On well, the... he op- the, there's movement in the bed, so he flips the sheets over, and it's yeah. like this robot skeleton hand going queek, 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 and like moving. Yeah. And then he, he like trips and falls because it freaks him out. And then all of a sudden, the... The jack-o'-lantern like engulfs in flames. And then the whole well, room lights up, and it says, trick-or-treat. Oh, Give yeah. me something good to eat. All over the walls. In the blood. Ceiling, in blood, yeah. And I'm very sad to say that that blood was probably Spike. Don't say that. They never. They said that Spike dies, because if you listen, you can hear yeah. him. I know. <laughs> he killed he Spike. He did nothing to deserve And it. then Sam and Krieg do battle throughout well, the house. Well, Sam cuts his fucking Achilles tendon. Yeah, under the bed. Under the bed. And then he comes out, and he's like, what are you? Ah! Ah! His Every... noises he makes. <laughs> Every time Creed gets hurt, <laughs> so he cuts his Achilles dent and he and then he falls on the floor again. Or no, when he falls down the stairs and he gets the glass in his hands, all the candy, all the that's candy made out that's of glass. Yep. Yeah. And then he tries to unlock the door and he can't because his hands hurt and he's going. <laughs> and then you see Sam climbing on the oh, wall. Fuck that! That creeped me the fuck he out. Starts, he starts looking around for Sam because he can't find him. And uh, when you see the uh, upward shot, you see Sam like spider manning towards him on the ceiling, <laughs> jumps down, lands on his back and, and starts start... to try to choke him out. Yep. Well, he knocks him off, throws yeah. him across the room, and then he blows his face off with the shotgun. Yeah. Well, after he uh, he rips Sam's mask off, mm-hmm. he's got a you hold can actually of it. see what he looks like under his mask. Yeah. And Sam is actually a uh, his his head is a jack-o'-lantern alien looking thing. It's really good. <laughs> Really good. I love it. It's uh, like a skeleton mixed with a jack-o'-lantern type. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then Krieg blows, he shoots Sam in the chest, and his Sam just sitting down slides, slides across to the other end of the yep. room, and then Krieg shoots his Wait, hand did, off. Oh, to make sure that he really was passed yeah. out, and his hand flies across the room. Yep. And then he... Sam's s- hand comes back to life. Yep, and starts crawling back to him. Mm-hmm. That was a really good. That was a really good fight scene between a 
child and, <laughs> and, and, a, and an old man <laughs> and uh, uh, an angry child and his grandpa. Oh, during the fight scene, he runs to the back window right as uh, right as the fight starts. Yeah, and he bangs on the window and he's like, "Wilkins, Wilkins." Yeah, then help me. Then you see from the from the inside of the house where Sam, Sam tackles, tackles him. him, and then <laughs> they're just like tussling and yep. rolling around on the ground. Sam's kicking the shit out of him. He's well, kicking the shit he's out of the Sam. He's the spirit of Halloween. Yeah. It's going to kick the shit out well, of you. Well, I mean, they, they each, you know, equal out their blows. Yeah, they do. A little bit, but Sam comes back to life Ugh. after uh, Krieg's hands are cut up with the glass candy mm-hmm. and his Achilles tendon is mm-hmm. sliced open. Ugh. And he's got that candy bar sitting on his chest, but Sam pulls out the lollipop, takes a bite out of it, and then stabs the candy bar. And he goes, no! And you don't see him actually stab the candy bar, you but you hear that crinkle, and you think, oh, he just killed him now. No. And nope, he just wanted the candy bar. No, he tried to kill him. The candy bar was just at the right spot well, at the right he time. He took it off of his lollipop and ate Remember, it. Remember, you have to give candy to all trick-or-treaters. Yeah. That's what saved him. Yeah. It's because Creek gave him candy. Yeah. Even though he kind of took it for himself. Yeah, he took it. <laughs> <laughs> but he it was, was happy. Just... He was like, okay, thank you, bye. Yeah. And like strolled off. Yeah. Put his mask back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just hanging there on the, the mouth part of it wide open. Mm-hmm. And his cute little pumpkin mouth is chewing on the chocolate, and he leaves. Mm -hmm. And then... What you didn't see, and this is something that we completely left out, but when you first get introduced to Crete in the the house at the beginning... Yes. He was burning pictures. Yep. And one of those pictures was a picture of the kids on the bus. Yep. And it is revealed that Krieg was the bus driver of that that fateful night all those years ago. Yep. And so these... uh, Adorable. Three little girls as three little pigs come up to the door, knock on the door, trick or treat. So he has like bandages wrapped around his face and his hands, pulls out a handful of like peppermints and butterscotch and all the the grandpa candy that you can get and puts it in their bags. And one of the little girls goes, cool mommy costume, Mr. Creek. And like turns around and runs off. (laughs) And he's just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. So he turns around and he walks back and he's like, "Mm," because of course he just got his ass handed to him. Yeah. (laughs) And then he hears a knock on the door and he opens the door again. Trick or treat. It's the kids from From the bus. From the bus. And then it, ma, wee, woo, wee, woo. And that is the end of the movie. But not the franchise. Nope, because. Rumors. It's not rumors, it's confirmed. Is it? It is confirmed. Oh. Yeah, I, I told you like a couple weeks ago, remember? I was probably drunk. Well, you're always probably drunk. I know. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Michael Daugherty and Quinn Lord both have confirmed that Trick or Treat 2 uh, is officially in pre-production. It has been greenlit. It is go time. Yes! So we are getting a sequel. I'm so excited to see what they can do with this one. Like, they're going to bring more stories. And I really hope that they incorporate at least one of the stories from this one to kind of, like, tie into the first one. Nothing from the the first movie. Oh, it's just going to be brand fucking new. It is going to be a whole new cast. The only reprising character will be Sam Sam himself. Well, it won't be Quinn Lord. Oh, of course, because, because it's been twenty years. <laughs> Qu- Quinn Lord is uh, an adult now. Yes, he is. Because he was he was ten when he did. Was trick he ten? Or treat. I thought he was eight. No, he was ten oh. or nine or ten. Well, maybe we can see if we can't get Gunner he in was, there to play Sam. I better hurry up. I know he's getting up there in that yeah, age too. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be looking for casting calls because I kind of want to audition, even yeah. if it's an extra. I'm gonna shit. Just I want to say that I was there uh-huh. on it while the cameras were rolling. <sighs> Even if it's in the parade scene again or whatever. 
I'd act like a dumbass. Well, if it's if it's anything like that uh, book that you got me for the tenth anniversary, mm-hmm. there is uh, fresh stories in that, mm-hmm. and a lot of them take place uh, several hundred years in the past. So, <gasps> oh, we might be going back. It's a maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh God, I hope they go back. That would be so cool. And, and, well, Michael Daugherty wrote that book. Oh so my gosh! He's, if if it's gonna be, yep. yep. I mean, we might. That would be cool. But there's uh, it the new one is. I, I'm assuming if it's like the book, it's gonna take place uh, in different decades. Uh, oh yeah. So we might go back to fucking Salem. That because, would be so fucking cool. Because that's not a Halloween trope now. No. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. But I'm excited for it. Fuck yeah. How about we do some uh, trivia? Let's do some trivia. Some fun things. Some behind the scenes things that you probably didn't know. Um, There were 18 drafts of the script. And one theme that crept along the way is the idea of each the stories. Each of the stories represents a different stage of a person's experience with Halloween. Yeah. The first story with Dylan Baker and his son about how you introduce the holiday. The second one is the kids and your friends roaming around with parents for the first without parents for the first time. Uh-huh. The one this one with Anna Paquin and her friends uh-huh. is Halloween in your twenties when it's all about sex. And the final story with Brian Cox's Halloween is in your twilight years. It's the Scrooge of Halloween. It's kinda like where we are right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this year, this year this anyway. Year, yeah, this year anyway. Um, oh, that's awesome. What I didn't know, but the performers under the masks playing the kids on the school bus—they all have real disabilities or injuries, and they apparently had a blast during their shoot. That's cool. Their costumes were inspired by a mix of photos from Ralph Meatyard and Diane Arbus capturing real mentally disabled children on Halloween in their own homemade costumes. That's cute. That's adorable. I love that so much. Um, the fight scene between Sam and Krieg involved an eight-year-old stunt performer as well as an adult stunt woman. So, like a, a small yep. lady was Sam. Yep. So, for all of the uh, the beatings that yep. Sam took, <laughs> it was a girl. Had, it was a lady. Yeah, <laughs> they had to make Brian Cox punch a woman. <laughs> I didn't know this, but in the school bus massacre revisited, yes, a 1958 Plymouth Pl- Plymouth Plymouth Fury. From the movie Christine can be seen. An obvious nod to the John Carpenter movie and Stephen King novel. So there's another John Carpenter King nod. There is a lot of yeah. Carpenter nods in this. Yeah. Well, it is Halloween. It really I'm surprised is. that we didn't see somebody. I'm sure somewhere in that parade scene, somebody was dressed up like Michael. You just it's like yeah. a but it's like somewhere, a Where's Waldo yeah. kind of thing. I'm sure somebody in that was dressed up like Michael. No, more than likely. Somewhere. Now I gotta go back and watch it again. Darn. Look for it. The film had many title changes before filming began, originally titled Season's Greetings, also the name of the short film. Yes. It was changed because it sounded too much like a Christmas film. Then it was called Halloween Terrors, Jack-O-Lantern Tales, October the 31st, and Trick or Treat. The final title was kept, but since there was already a movie with the same name out, they changed the spelling to Trick, apostrophe, R Treat. Yep. Because the movie <laughs> Trick or Treat stars Gene Simmons... And uh, Alice Cooper, Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, I think, is in it, maybe. Yep. So, yeah. And it's a completely different film. It's a good one. I'm not, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen it once, I think. Yeah, long, long time. It came out in, like, 86, 87. It was an 80s horror, it was an 80s horror movie, but it was really good. 
Interesting attention to detail in the opening sequence of the film. Uh-huh. At minutes, three minutes, 29 seconds to three minutes, 31 seconds. Uh-huh. The dead school bus kids are visible in the background just departing Mr. Craig's house long before their exposition is presented, but exactly where their narrative would have taken place. So you see the kids leaving Craig's house. We're going to go back downstairs and we're going to start it over to see they leave the house. I never noticed that. You can find the opening scene on YouTube. Well, yeah, we can. Um, let's see. That's cool. I never knew that. I didn't either. That's the school bus kids. I was right. Billy is dressed similar to Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. Um, the movie reference, Mr. Krieg says, you've got to be fucking kidding me. When he sees part of the supernatural killer, its hand, uh-huh. operating independently from its body, this is a nod to a similar scene in John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Oh, the blood used to show Emma's demise beneath the sheet was boiled right before filming so it would steam. Huh, really? Yep. Oh, cause, so it would look like it was fresh in the cool, uh, fresh warm blood in the mm-hmm. cool air. Yep. And you like her, her body heat is what was causing the steam to mm-hmm. create that, to create that effect. That's a cool, they, they had to, so they boiled fake blood like. They boiled the blood, yeah. Like boiling water? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So that was hot blood. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> ooh, hot stage blood. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That would have been good. Ooh. Ernest Harth has a cameo as Lori's blind date, the giant baby. Where's yeah. that from? The giant baby. 13 Ghosts, 2001. He is called S- the great child, yes. the same actor. Oh, that's him. Yeah. He reprised his role. Yeah. Shit in my face. Yep. Oh, my God. I didn't know that either. So that's he, so fucking cool. From the thir- from thir- That's him. Uh-huh. The giant baby from 13 Ghosts. Uh-huh. That's him playing the same motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The the uh, the Matthew Lillard, uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. 13 Ghosts, yeah. My hair is somehow going through my headphones and into my face, and I am not having a good time <laughs> with that right now. The original werewolf orgy in the forest was cut to Peggy Lee's fever, which they also had playing during the film, but a studio executive rightfully suggests the song should be something with more edge and aggression, so they went with Manson's Sweet Dreams. Okay. I mean, it did work. I really like this one, too. Every single death in the movie occurs off-camera. The deaths are either obstructed by something or the camera cuts away right before the character dies. This is a rare feat for a horror film. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I like that one. The hold music for the nine one one call uh-huh. is the piano cover from John Williams' "Can You Read My Mind" from Superman. I'm surprised you didn't catch that. I, okay, say, wait, say that again. The hold music when Krieg calls nine one one is a piano cover from John Williams' "Can You Read My Mind" from 1978 Superman. I don't know how we got the rights to that. <laughs> Michael Doherty stated. I do. I know how. Because it was produced by Brian Singer, who directed and wrote Superman Returns, and in that movie, John Williams' music was used. So Brian Singer probably had a uh, role to play in that. It was a tight 40-day shoot. That's it? It was a 40-day shoot. It took four, just so just a little for a month. Mm-hmm. A month and a week to shoot that movie. That's impressive. Oh, about six weeks. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Especially given the time you have to take to like break down all these practical effects that they used in it, mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's I like that one. That one's a lot of fun. 
So we got time for one more? Oh, absolutely. So the candy bar that Sam uses to attack Krieg is yeah. the same candy bar that he got from the principal earlier in the movie. Yes. The principal put razor blades in the chocolate bars he handed out. Yeah, that one That one I knew. That one I remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the razor. The one that had the razor that he used to stab Krieg with and cut his ankle, that he got that from Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the campfire right before the girls turn, a hot dog costume can be seen, implying that the kid's coach, who was seen at Mrs. Henderson's party, is now a victim. Ah, well, that's what you get for a butt-fucking a pig. <laughs> so, uh, let, let that be a lesson, kids. Uh, bestiality is wrong, and you shouldn't do it. There are eight locks on Craig's front door, one for each child on the school bus. Okay. I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that's what that was like a... A nod to. I'm guessing so. Um, or, and so the last one I'm going to go ahead and do. Last one. The kids who trick or treat at Mr. Craig's can be recognized as the bodies in the backyard of Mr. Wilkins' house earlier. Huh. The the kid with the afro, the clown kids. Oh, that clown. That mm -hmm. was the clown hand that. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. So Wilkins took all those kids out. I'm guessing so. Huh. Okay. Huh. Fun fact. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the more you know. If you haven't seen this movie and you just listened to this, congratulations, we spoiled it for you. But if you have seen it, I uh, hope you've learned more new things about it and you want to go watch it again. Yeah, this this movie is fantastic in every way. There isn't anything bad about it. No. Honestly, if I had to rate it, I'm, I'm giving it at least like a damn near a perfect 10. I said 9.5. For just, it's it's a great horror movie, but it's... It's the perfect Halloween movie. Mm -hmm. It is Halloween front and back. Mm -hmm. It breaks down all the traditions and just everything is just so good. Carve some jack-o'-lanterns. It's got some comedy up. in it. It's got a couple funny moments in it. So it's, but damn it. God, it's so good. Grab a pumpkin beer, carve some jack-o'-lanterns, light them up, put yeah. on that movie, oh. throw up some Halloween and lights. Cue that theme. Right? God, the trick-or-treat theme is just... Mm -hmm. Epic. It really is. It's it really is. So good. But I want to thank you guys for listening to our four port part. Four part. Four part. All four ports to Horlover. <laughs> but no, thank you guys for listening to all four of our uh, Happy Hour Ween episodes. Universal Monsters. We had the found footage. We had the slashers. Yeah. And now we have Trick or Treat. I've had a blast doing yes. this. Uh, I've already got a couple of ideas in the bank for. Uh, how happy Halloween next year. That would be super cool. Maybe yeah. we could work on some celebrities. Yeah. That would be really cool. I, I think so. Uh, one of them, I'll tease it now. Maybe we'll do it. We, I don't know. But uh, exorcisms. Oh, that would be fun. Possessions. Yeah. That would be a good one. Possessions. That's the only time we're allowed to talk about religion on the show. Ugh. Because possessions are cool. Possessions are kind of cool. <laughs> Possession yeah. movies kick ass. They really do. Um, but no, if you guys have any suggestions or anything that you want us to talk about or you have ideas, please throw it to us. Again, we, we thank you guys, the listeners, for listening to us ramble on about shit. And surprisingly enough, we are both sober. We have not yes. had alcohol today. We can't because medicine and illness. We all know how medicine and, <laughs> and alcohol affects me. Uh. <laughs> well, if you know, you know. We don't talk about that. Uh, so our... Our live show, our next live show, we're not going to do it here. We're going to Waverly Hills. Fuck yeah, we sanatorium. are. Sanatorium. Next, well, it'll be this 
coming Saturday, on Saturday. when you guys are listening to this. Yep. We're going to, uh, AJ from Dads on Day Quill is going to be in on it with us. Uh, we're going to, we're going to hopefully capture some scary shit. Uh, cause you know, if you know anything about Waverly Hills, uh, it's one of the most haunted places in not only America, but in the world, uh, big tuberculosis hospital, 60 plus 60,000 plus dead confirmed. Uh, there were some that were not confirmed, I'm assuming. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and we hope you guys tune in to Facebook Twitch and YouTube for that. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Can't wait to do it. Uh, but that is going to do it for Happy Hour Ween. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it for you. Please be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's it. Happy Hour Ween has drawn to a close, and we'll. You guys have a very safe and happy Halloween yes. as well. Happy Halloween, everybody. And always remember to check your candy, always wear a costume, and don't blow out your jack-o'-lanterns before midnight. Happy Halloween, everybody. You guys stay safe. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.